the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. In the challenging times we live in today, we believe that God's Holy Word is the single most important source to all the answers we need and are searching for. Jesus tells us in Matthew 7:24 that anyone who hears his words and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on solid rock. It is our hope with this program to help you grow in your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Lift Up Jesus is part of an outreach ministry from Shepherd Church in Los Angeles, California. Our pastor is Dudley Rutherford, and we join him right now with his message for us today. The Bible says, Jesus was once asked, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus said that all the laws and all the prophets are summed up by two things. Number one, love God. Number two, love people. And the Ten Commandments, think about this, the first four, the vertical commandments, are summed up with the phrase, love God. And those six horizontal commandments are summed up by loving people. So the Ten Commandments and all the laws summed up, love God, love people. Jesus goes and asks, stay with me, you've got to put your thinking cap on. Jesus goes and says to this fella, uh, there's one thing you lack, go sell everything you have, give to the poor. And then come follow me. And the rich young ruler can't do it. And so he makes the wrong decision. And he says no. And he turns and he walks away. And so Jesus there is proving to the rich young ruler, one, that he doesn't love God because you're rejecting me and you're rejecting what I'm asking you to do. So you don't really love God if you're rejecting Jesus. And secondly, you can't say that you love people because you're unwilling to sell your possessions and give them to the poor. So you're guilty of not loving God and you're guilty of not loving people. You're guilty of breaking all of the laws. And in verse 22, look at it, look at it, look at it. The man's faith, do you remember? He came running in, he's happy. He's, He's full of energy. He humbles himself. He's saying, I've kept all the laws. Jesus challenges him and he walks away. Now his face has fallen. He goes away sad because he wants to keep money as his God. He chooses to reject Jesus. He chooses to keep his riches. He chooses not to have everlasting life. Write this down. Jesus always leaves the choice up to you he never forces you into serving him you are not a robot he didn't create you to be a robot he gave you the freedom to choose 
for yourself to either make Jesus Lord or to reject Jesus as Lord. But it's one or the other, and it's your choice. The real problem is the young man wanted to serve God on his own terms where it cost him nothing. And that explains most Christians in America today We will serve God if it's convenient for us. And the call of the Christian life is not simply to follow Jesus when it's convenient, but to follow Jesus at all times. Jesus said these words in Luke chapter 9, verse 23, If anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself. He must take up his cross, which means you must be willing to die for the sake of God Take up your cross, and then you follow me. I heard about a car dealership. They listed a BMW on their website. They have this section called Buy It Now, and this BMW was listed. It sold in 10 minutes. It was listed mistakenly. The guy running the website made a mistake. It was listed for $1. (laughs) And someone happened to be online and snatched it up. The dealership recognized the mistake and still honored the sale. But I ask you, how many of you would like to buy a BMW for $1? How many of you would do that? Well, we would all do that. But if we acquire something of great value without any sacrifice, that's called a bargain. And we all want a good bargain. Who doesn't want a good bargain? Heaven is more than a good bargain. It cost God His one and only Son. God gave up His one and only Son. Jesus paid with His life. And then He turns to us and He says, if you want to follow Me, you too must be willing to give up of your life. Deny yourself. Pick up your cross and follow Me. And so the question is, what have you ever given up to serve Christ? Jesus called his disciples to take up their cross. Anything less is not true discipleship. Anything less is an insult to the blood of Christ who gave everything so that you and I might be saved. Then we come finally to the young man's destiny. He went away sad because he had great wealth. And he turns his back on eternity with God because in his estimation... It cost too much. Think about that. That might be the saddest verse in the whole Bible. Because he was this close to being saved. He was this close. He was, think about this. He was this close to having all his sins forgiven. He was this close to having God be with him and never leave him or ever forsake him. He, he was this close to being able to lay his pillow his head on a pillow at night and not have his conscience worry him. He was this close to having true peace and true joy. He was this close to having true happiness in this life and in the life to come. He was this close to being an heir to the throne of Almighty God. He was this close to being called God's Son. And he turns and he walks away And I say to every person in this room, do not make that same mistake. Do not think the things of this world will bring you joy and peace and happiness because you can pursue them 
all the days of your life and you're going to wake up one day and realize these things do not bring me joy they do not bring me happiness and you're sacrificing this and the here and the now for what you could obtain everlasting life being with god for all of eternity oh you got to get this First, it's impossible for a rich person or a poor one. It's impossible for a rich or a poor person to enter God's kingdom through merit. Jesus uses an analogy of a camel going through the eye of a needle. It was a literal needle and an eye of a needle, and he picks the largest animal in Israel, which is a camel. And let me see you get a camel. That's, that, it's impossible for a rich man, or a poor, poor man for that matter, to get to heaven based on merit. I want to show you what I think are two of the most important verses in this entire story, and most people just read right over them. So we're going to slow it down. I want you to look at verse 23. After this man walks away. Verse 23, we're going to look at every word. Jesus, the Bible says that he looked. Where? Where? I'm doing it. I said, think about this. This this dramatic scene with this guy. Jesus starts looking around. Someone said he was looking at his disciples. No, the Bible doesn't say he was looking at his disciples. The Bible says Jesus was looking around. He he spoke to the disciples, but he he was looking around. Now, what was he he looking at? What What was he looking around? What was he looking at? Well, one, I think he was watching that guy walk off. And don't forget, Jesus wanted him to be saved. But he had to touch on this issue of whatever was the God in that person's heart. And for him, it was material possessions. And so God, he dealt with it. Now, we wouldn't have done that. We would have, at the church, if someone here is rich and young and they're uh, in power and they come in, we'd, we'd, we'd kind of overlook some of their sins. And go, oh, you come on, you're welcome here. But Jesus touches the issue in this guy's heart and so as he walks off jesus jesus is 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 more sad than the guy who's walking away sad because jesus knows what was really at stake there and so as he looks around he's looking around i i think he sees this guy walking away and i think he's looking at the other rich people that might be walking by in that particular area and he says to these guys how hard It is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. Why? Because there's something about when you have acquired things, you start to trust in those things instead of fully trusting in God. And so he says how hard it is because he's heartbroken 
but this man's walking away. Now the next verse, I believe as I read through this, he then turns and looks at his disciples. And in verse 24, the disciples were amazed at his words, and here's what I think was happening. I I think Jesus, as he was looking around, watched this guy walk off, and he goes, how hard it is for the rich. I think all the disciples were going, yeah, tell them, Jesus, tell them how hard it is. Yeah, that's hard. Look at that guy. But in verse 24, he then turns to his disciples, and he looks at them, and he says, children. These guys are dirt poor. They're fishermen. They're uneducated. They don't have a degree. They smell. They're filthy. Dirt poor. Jesus looking around, the rich guy said, How hard it is for the rich? And they're going, Yeah, tell them how hard it is for the rich. That's not the way to be. And then Jesus turns to his disciples, and the Bible says he says the same thing, except it's not the exact same thing, but it is the same thing. He doesn't say, oh, children, how, 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 how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom. He just says, hey, he says, dear, dear children, he says to them, the poor, he says, you need to know how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. Jesus is saying And wants all of us to know that you don't get to go to heaven based on being good or not being good. We all come to Jesus the same way. Bill Gates needs to come to Jesus the same way a homeless man needs to come to Jesus. A banker needs to come to Jesus the same way a bank robber needs to come to Jesus. The President of the United States needs to come to Jesus the same way a pauper needs to come to Jesus. A rich man, poor man, educated man, uneducated man, famous, not famous, strong, weak, teacher or a thief. There's only one way. You have to admit that you're a sinner in need of God's grace, that your riches and your wealth or your poverty, some people take pride in their poverty, that none of that will get you into heaven. You've got to get down on your knees. You have to humbly submit and surrender your life, take every false god off the throne of your life, and put Jesus and Jesus alone on the throne of your life. And that's why verse 26 says that the disciples were even more amazed. And they said to each other, well, who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, with man, it's impossible. In other words, no man can save himself. But with God, anybody can be saved. Even if you've broken every law that has ever been known to God or man, You say, well, I've broken so many laws, there's no way God could save someone like me. Oh, you're exactly who God can save. 
if you're willing to come and put him on the throne of your life. Write this down quickly. You've got to take Jesus' hand and he'll take you to the promised land. My last story, this preacher, he, he witnesses all the time and he does this all the time. He'll get involved and he'll say, hey, w- would you be willing to shake my hand? Will you, will you be willing to shake my hand? Just take my hand. They say, oh, sure, I'll, I'll shake your hand. And then he puts both hands out and he goes, which one? What do you mean, which one? Well, if you take my right hand, it means that you, you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you take my left hand, it means that you're rejecting Jesus and you don't want him to be the Lord of your life. But will you shake one of my two hands? Well, I, 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 don't, I don't want to shake. I, 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 I'm not, I don't really want to become a Christian and I'm not really rejecting. I'm just not ready to make that decision. No, 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 no. You've got to shake one. You said that you would shake my hand. You shake. Which one are you going to shake? If you shake my right hand, it means that you want to be saved. You want Jesus to be your Lord. It means that you want to go to heaven. It means you want your sins forgiven. You want the assurance of everlasting life. It means that you're going to uh, be a believer all the days of your life and follow Jesus Christ and at the end of this life, you're going to get to go to heaven for all of eternity. Well, I'm not, I don't really want to become a Christian yet. Well, okay, then shake this hand. I, 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 well, if I shake this hand, it means that you don't want to go to heaven. It means that you are rejecting Christ. It means that you don't want your sins forgiven. It means that you do want to go to hell. It means that you do want to be in the lake of the fire and the lady go, whoever he's with. I don't want to do that. Well, then shake this hand, but I'm not ready to do that either. And he's trying to illustrate that by rejecting the very fact that you don't become a Christian, in essence, you are rejecting everything that it offers. And that there is no neutral ground, which is where most people are. They don't want to really fully commit but they don't want to go to hell either. But you either accept and not to accept means to reject. You either confess and not to confess is to deny. There is no neutral ground. Isaiah tells us that Jesus' hands and feet were pierced for our transgressions, which means that he went to the cross and he died for your sins and mine. John chapter 20, he shows up to Doubting Thomas and he says, he shows after the death, burial, and resurrection, after Jesus dies, he shows Thomas, he says, look at these hands, look at these hands, look at these hands. Because there's only one person who ever died on a cross for your sins. And it's the only way that any of us will ever get into heaven. Acts 4.12 tells us that salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to man by which we must be saved. And so I say to you today, don't take my hands or some other preacher's hands. But you've got to come and take the hand of Jesus Christ and acknowledge what He did for you on that cross, and He will lead you to heaven. We hope you were blessed by our program today. If you are in need of prayer, we invite you to call us at our toll-free number, 
888-447-4777. Our Lift Up Jesus phone counselors are ready for any prayer requests you may have at this time. You can also contact us right now if you'd like to receive a copy of today's message on either CD or DVD. Our number again is 888-818-4777. For more information about Pastor Dudley Rutherford, Shepherd Church, or this ministry, be sure to visit our website, liftupjesus.com. Our website again is liftupjesus.com. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every week. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. We live in the most distracted culture in the history of the world. We see about 10,000 messages every day. We even touch our phones about 2,000 times a day. We're literally being overwhelmed with information. That's why there's no better time than right now for Dudley Rutherford's remarkable new book, One Thing, Rediscover a Simpler Faith in Our Complicated World. In this timely book, Pastor Dudley invites you to open your Bible and look closely at seven key passages of Scripture where you'll find the beautifully uncomplicated phrase, One Thing. These scriptures will quiet all the noise that you're hearing and call you back to a simpler faith. Dudley Rutherford has discovered the secret of how to focus our lives on the one thing that matters. What if you could find that simplicity? It's waiting out there, and this is your roadmap to freedom. Contact Lift Up Jesus today and get your copy of One Thing, the book that could finally change everything. Hi, my name is Kathy, and I lead the Anchor Cancer Support Group here at Shepherd Church. On August 17th, 2011, I heard the words that nobody wants to hear, and that is, I had cancer. And when I had um, that diagnosis, I did not want to share it with anybody, but God had a different plan in that for me. And so it was pretty clear that during my surgery, my chemo, my radiation, all the side effects that I experienced, and even losing my hair, that God knew that I was going to be where I am today. The things that I experienced when I was going through my journey by getting love from other people, getting food, getting prayers, uh, even provisions that I didn't expect was such a blessing to me that I knew that I had to turn it around and give it to others. So God put it on my heart to lead a cancer support life group in my home. We call on each other, we take each other to our doctor's appointments, and we pray for each other right before we're getting ready to go in for our treatments or our scans. We also provide food and and support for them during their journey. Later on, when I was ready to start the group, God gave me the name Anchor. And I know now why. Because when you think of an anchor, you know that it is linked to a chain. And the members of this group are the links of that chain that we're linked on to one another, strong, standing firm to our Father, who is our anchor. 
and together we walk this journey with them through this storm, knowing that we need to depend on each other and through our Father in heaven. This group is for everyone. If you're going through cancer, if you've already gone through all of your treatments and you are in remission, it's also for those that are part of the family. Maybe it's you're the caregiver. Maybe it's your coworker. It also could be for the spouse or the children. And more important, this group is for those that have lost someone that have finally gone to see our Father in heaven. And they come back and they share their journey and they love on one another because they've walked that. There are a million and a half people in Los Angeles County living with some form of cancer. And I am so grateful to Shepherd Church for opening up their doors to allow us to have this amazing ministry here. The people of this community need this ministry. And we are so happy to be able to have it here so that we can give them hope and encouragement during their journey. I'm Kyle Welch, inviting you to join us again next week at this same time as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.